Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us, the Mission Impossible franchise, one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. Hi. Okay, we're saying, yeah, hello. <laughs> I choose to you've accept already, You've already messed up. I've already screwed up. <laughs> I, okay. You said you said just we, say, we, you do uh, the just introduction. Say your name. Just say okay. your name. I'm Murrin. <laughs> and I'm Jessa. Hey, welcome, Murrin and Jessa. <laughs> Chris, Thank we have you. new guests for a new week. Yes, I was going to say. Welcome, guys. These are voices you've never heard on our podcast before. Never before. And I promise we're not newbies. <laughs> despite, no, they're not. And you won't have heard any of what just happened, obviously, because Jonathan is going to edit the heck out of that. And sure it's going to sound pristine. Oh, but now that you said that, I've got to put that in the bloops at the end. Exactly. So, yeah, it's all a self-fulfilling prophecy. Our first guest wants the ultimate, and you've got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. He's a true point-break guru. Welcome to the show, for the first time, Marin Kennedy. Bye, con Dios, brah. <laughs> hey, bro. What's up? And our second guest, she's the true Johnny Utah of the Point Break Minute. The star, the true F. B.I. Agent. It's Jessa Lowe. Get your hands off me. <laughs> you damn dirty ape. You damn dirty ape. I'd have been really good in that remake of Planet of the Apes instead of Marky Mark. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. That would have been, yeah. yeah. been good. Universe. I'd have seen that. Yeah. Let's all be honest. We all would have seen it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it did, I assume you, I mean, most people did, well, did most people see that movie? I don't know. I did. I did. Not I saw on IFC all the time. Oh, yes. <laughs> IFC. Obviously, they got the rights to that, and they don't know what to do with it. Well, it's Marin Kennedy and uh, Jessa Lowe. They are from the Point Break Minute. Yes. They are our new guests, new friends, not new friends. I've known them for a while, but we're not like, we don't like hang out a lot, but we're going to. By the time do, this do you, airs, do you share a love of uh, Fast and the Furious, the Point Break remake? We share <laughs> such a love for 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 uh, Fast and the Furious. Uh, Jessa, not so much. No, not no, at me all. either. I'm I'm with you there. Jess oh, is the cri- Jess is the Chris of this relationship. Yeah, <laughs> let's, like put it, let's put it that way. I I do enjoy how we our partnerships mirror each other in that way, and it's it's the same thing because I've li- been listening to a couple of, you know the episodes here and there. And Chris, is it still true that you've only seen one of them? No, I've seen the first one, the second one, the third one, and maybe parts of the fifth one. Okay, cool. So I think yeah. you you can you can say that you don't like them if you've seen that many. No, I, I do like still... the first one. The first one is okay. is a pretty good uh, remake of a uh, Point Break. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and that was my only real issue with it, other than the fact that it was, you know, that that's what it was. I really did enjoy it. Uh, the second one was a joke, and the third one was okay, but. I just never got into the other ones. I just oh, I was sure. too busy. Hey, with second movies can't always be wonderful. Okay, case in point, the thing we've been <laughs> doing for six months. Yeah, but this is like ten times better than that thing. I, oh, then the second whoa. Fast and Furious. Yeah. I don't. Okay, I don't like, know too about fast that. Furious. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying either of them are great, but I, I didn't almost walk out of Mission Impossible. I almost walked out of Too Fast Too Furious. Vin Diesel was rolling over in his grave, and he's not even dead yet. His career was. <laughs> But he wasn't. No. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> <All right. clears throat> uh, well, we haven't even talked about what we're, I were here, guys. We're here for Minute 61. Minute 61 begins with Doc staring at Sweaty McCloy through a plastic oh, and yeah. ends 
with cliff notes on the movie. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so we didn't have to see it if you Which, came in at mini 61. Well, I mean, for the past, easily, uh, easily for two, maybe two, for two weeks, we said, what's the plot of this movie? Could someone sum it up for us? They finally do it. You guys have the week. You guys have the week where it's actually uh, all the plans are explained and the IMF finally knows what's going on. So we're all there. They've all caught up to us. Well, at this point, too, <laughs> we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago where we were like, why did they create the virus? How did they what were they doing? And I think this is the minute that explains what they were doing It is as well, which is like I was watching it again today and I was like, oh, there's the answer. I've seen this a million times, but I've never heard the answer. <laughs> no, because usually you don't, when you watch it minute by minute, you just focus on hyper focus on things. Yeah. As definitely. you guys know. Yeah. It, I, I so, do appreciate the explanation. I still found it difficult to follow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Sure. And I noticed that Brendan Gleason has a line. It says, it isn't that easy. It isn't, it isn't that hard to understand. And I, and my response was, it's kind of hard. It's, I don't know <laughs> if I'm with you on that. It's, well, it's a every, every bad guy thinks that their plan is, Machiavellian and easy to understand. You're always like, no, like I, you infected one of your employees. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yes, <laughs> but it doesn't help that they both have they have accents too. You know that doesn't. Since help you are, oh, we'll get to we'll get to it. Yeah. Since we are, uh, since you guys are are two uh, noobs to our to our show, what is your background with these movies for this week? Right, do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay, so I have more to say. Um, so I recently completed uh, the series of Mission Impossible. I hadn't seen all of them. I recently, uh, starting to listen to your show, I was like, oh, I should I should round out the, the series. Uh, and I, I, f- I had seen all but number four and number two. So I watched number four. Uh, and then for to prepare for this, I finally, in, in watching last, number two, two Mission, two Impossible. Uh <laughs> And so, <laughs> so, so you saw four, five, six, seven. Let's see if I can four, five, six, six. six. There's no seven yet. Uh, in um, my mind, there is. It's a, it's a, there. Well, I have some, I have some, uh, some of my own. You have some fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my, uh, my cousin, this is, uh, funny. My cousin, um, before the fifth Harry Potter book came out, she wrote her own Harry Potter book. Really? And actually, she got in like the local news. Really? Uh, yeah, that was you know back. <laughs> Just the sense really. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time hearing of it. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. back away slowly. Now you know. I guess I I didn't know this was like you know part of our vows or something like that. <laughs> the dirty secrets are coming out. Uh, the the Kennedy family. Um, but okay, Mission Impossible. Overall, good series. I like a good heist. You know, spy movie. These mm-hmm. do a good job of it. I don't really remember the first one that well. I saw it a while back. I but three through six, I all like. I like them all quite a bit. They are solid, and yeah. and it's uh, kind of like the now. This is where I get to go on my tirade and say it's just like the Fast and Furious. It's now <laughs> gotten better and better every movie. Yes, they, they've they've honed in on what to focus on, you know, and right. I've just like going back to watching number two after seeing the later ones. It's definitely like, Oh, they there's trying some things here that don't work. And they definitely it's got a, rid of them later on. Like Tom Cruise being like a romantic doing like a love scene. Yeah. Ooh, gross is I didn't want to see that. And uh, they yep. definitely sort of play him a differently later on. Yeah. We uh, spent two weeks on that. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks. Oh, fun. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Jessa, and, and, what like, about you? Yeah. Go ahead. Jessa. Well, 
I can't stand Tom Cruise, and so oh, I oh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be the first uh-oh. thing. Um, so this was the first time I had ever seen it, and um, we watched the full movie a few nights ago, right? Yeah, yeah, two nights ago. Yeah, so this is all I know about the Mission Impossible universe. Mern was trying to make some joke about where the colon was in Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't... It's in between the M and the I, but I moved it in all our stuff because I think that's uh... dumb. Well, well, it's funny. I was looking at all the movies on Google Play, and some they some of them have different set, different formats. Because mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, it's already like a subtitle. Mission, right. colon, impossible. But then they started adding a second subtitle. With the fourth movie. And, and it was mission colon M colon I colon two. That's fine. And the M colon I colon Rogue Nation. You're like, no, this is, they just changed it completely when they changed. <laughs> yeah. So some of them is like a dash and some of them is just, a, I think one of them was just like, I think it was Mission Impossible Ghost. It was Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Kind of like a Star Trek into darkness yeah, kind of a, kind of thing. Chris has an MI3 hat that I think has dashes, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got MI, M colon M colon I and then dash three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It looks like gibberish. It does. It really <laughs> it's does. just like it's like Klingon or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like cock talk. Exactly. It's all over the place. And the thing is with that movie, their their titling was all over the place because the movie was Mission Impossible Three, M I three, and then something else at one point or another. And and the posters are all over the place too. And so is the Blu rays and the DVDs and it just it, they couldn't cons- they couldn't lock down what they wanted to call it, you know. Hmm. That's what it feels like because the, the the ads all are over all over the place, as opposed okay, to so- MI two, which is just MI two. And Jessa, when you say you don't like him, is it that you don't like him as a human, and that overrides any movie acting, or you don't like him as an actor and a human, or one of the other? Is I is don't that what it is? I don't like him as a human. Okay, I, um, that's yeah, understandable, yeah. understandable. So that and unfortunately seeps way too far into my like opinions of actors. Um, the only person I hate more than him is Matthew McConaughey, but <laughs> but Tom Cruise is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, you have Tom trouble Cruise. separating. Sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I I don't agree with him on anything, but his acting for me, I'm just like he's just good, and so he entertains me. So. I even saw the mummy. I I would say for Tom Cruise, I think it's interesting for Tom Cruise and Matthew McConaughey both. I I do think they're good actors, but I don't believe them as like protagonists necessarily. I like seeing them play more of, I don't know, they they work well for me when they're kind of inhuman. Yeah. And I definitely entertained by them. But like, especially in this movie, it's like seeing like the love scenes and seeing him trying to be like charming. And when they play the trash that they really are. Then that's yeah, that's how I like about the trash Yeah. Really oh, so you like him in uh, Tropic Thunder and yeah, I like, and I like this even, big monster man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do like him in Tropic Thunder. Even but even like the later Mission Impossible movies, he's just more of just he's mostly just doing stunts. Almost he has very mm-hmm. little dialogue. Well, he doesn't have like a through line. It's just yeah, he loved and lost, and now she's dead. Oh, she's really not dead. Okay, good to know. You know that's kind spoiler, of the only narrative. Spoiler, had, Jessa. Yeah. Just for between some, jumping some later out of planes. Stuff. Yeah, it it's a vehicle. Literally, it's literally a vehicle. Well, it's it's good that we're here. Uh we're we're talking let's talk about there, there's lots to break down in this minute. This minute has a lot going on. Um so McCloy just tells us the plan. Just right off. Mm-hmm. 
knows he's going to die, thinks he has a chimera and wants Bellerophon, the cure, and just tells the whole plan. So the whole plan is, and this is, I'm glad we were told this because, Chris, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I thought, I think until I rewatched these scenes, that, that um, uh, what's the name of the their stupid pl- place? What's McCloy's? Biosite. Oh, okay, yes. Biosite, I thought Biosite had all of the Bellerophon. And this indicates that there's only one vial or whatever of Bellerophon. Bellerophon, the antidote, is only in one place. And he stole it. And that changed the whole... They did not specifically uh, tell us that early on. And because we, remember when he injected himself yeah. and, and then he put... And then we didn't ever saw him put Bellerophon in his bag. I think that would have helped me earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that that came out, but it's we're now 61 minutes into this. Yeah. And I just found out that the thing that the doctor had the whole time was the MacGuffin that we were looking for this whole time. And then did yeah. that burn up in the crash? No, it, it didn't because they stole it. So never mind. Yeah, they stole it. Okay. Yep. So they have it. And the now, and that's where I think the, the movie gets a little more interesting because now you're like, okay, Ambrose now has – this thing he has a cure to a disease he doesn't have yeah mm-hmm. and that gives us motivation that we've been looking for for ambrose which we've not had this week or in previous weeks we've not had it so okay so ambrose has the bellerophon the cure yes, yes. doug ray scott has the cure but he thought he had both yeah he did oh, not no. know that the doctor had injected himself with chimera oh which he didn't know that okay. also that's super stupid don't ever do that no. guys Kids, kids listening, don't inject yourself with things you find at work. What was the point of him injecting himself? Well, it was to, so it was like the only way he could transport it? Get it out of there. I think yeah. that the, because what we just learned from McCloy is McCloy didn't know he had the cure, the Bellerophon mm. cure, and he took it with him. He took the only one. I guess he just had it. No, he put it, he put it. He did. He did have it with him. That's why he walked out. Because he right. But why wasn't he under that under the same uh, uh, security as uh, Chimera? Because mm-hmm. Chimera's in that little glass yeah, case little glass incubator case, yeah. thing with the little rubber arms. I was just wondering why Chimera, why the the antidote wasn't in there either. Good question. Maybe 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 it was an accident that 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 they created it, like they said, and maybe he still had it because it was it was there with him. Oh, do you think maybe they were talking about like we're trying to make this cure yeah. for it, and then they did, and see, and once and he knew, once he figured out McCloy had infected his friend, he's yeah. like, I'm not giving him the cure. Exactly, I have it, even though he thinks he knows I'm working on it, but he doesn't know I have it. Yeah, that actually works. I I don't mind that. Yeah, my my mind is. is like glazing over Same. listening to this. I sorry, like, sorry. It's okay, <laughs> I just I I wish I could keep up with you guys. I mean, you've been with this movie, well, and I'm just trying is, to like. <laughs> and is the whole point that they're doing this to find a cure for the flu? Yes, yeah. for well, all yeah, influenza. But isn't that what flu shots are for? Yes, but it's not a cure. It's it, it only cures it strains, and and McCloy uh, explains that too. He's like, if I could just you know penicillin used to take care of everything and now it doesn't i need something bigger i, th- I, I thought this it, won't, i thought it was that penicillin did take care of everything so now he doesn't have any drugs to sell because like there's yeah, well yes i'm sorry yes it basically that penicillin is so good that the fl- well but flu viruses as we've learned flu viruses have morphed 
in the past yeah, 50 every year years. they seem to be getting stronger and yeah. crazier. They're super flus. They are. Yep, so they needed this Bellerophon is the cure to all flu. Now, oh, I assume that's okay. also 2000 flus. Yeah. Not 2050 20. or 2100. I I assume in 100 years the flu will be different, but that's for McCloy the third to deal with, not <laughs> McCloy senior. I like that you guys got that part, but the rest of it was confusing. That tells me the movie did one thing right. It explained <laughs> that this is a cure for the flu. Great. It did not explain why we are stealing it and why we've been doing this whole movie. I, I actually didn't get that it was a cure for the flu. I thought it was like a, a something he discovered like by accident while he was doing that. But I guess close enough. I don't know. I think it was. Yeah. I think it... Okay. I because he was putting strains of chimera together, influence it together, and that's when he created. Because he had to create. Because that was the the beginning of the movie. Remember the awful uh, voiceover. He's like Dimitri. To create a hero, I had to create a oh, villain yes, first. Yes. Basically, what he's saying is that they had to create the evil thing. Like, uh, it's like Oppenheimer. It's like the nuclear bomb. You know, we don't get the great stuff out of it. We get the horrible thing first. Yeah, no. I mean, they, they had to. They had to create. Like a super flu in order to see if they could create a, a stra- uh, you know, a cure that would cure all flus, not just the super flu, you know? Oh, so, so I was reading into it that they um, created the, they created chimeras so that they had a reason to peddle Bellerophon. Correct. That, that's what it turned into. Oh, okay, okay. But originally it was, it was that they were creating a strain, a uh, uh, that they could are uh, a cure that could cure all flu. That was all they were working on, and in doing so, it created the chimera. And then, then they had and a McCoy. cure and a, and a, and a virus at the same time. Because the doctor was uh, noble, he would yeah. never have created a super bug to kill people. No, and once he, was, he did, that's why he ran. That would break right. the Hippocratic oath, I would think. Yes, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I, I wonder if he took. Sorry. Does he have to take the Hippocratic oath if you're a scientist? I don't know. Yeah, if he's not a medical do doctor. Do all do all Yeah, if you're not a medical doctor, I wonder if you take the Hippocratic oath. Oh, they have a different oath for nurses, so I wonder if there's a different ner- uh, uh, a research scientist oath hmm. to somebody yeah. like Spock, I don't know. No, That'd be Oppenheimer awesome. oath, you know. And it's the Spock uh, oath. At the Spock bottom of Mr. Spock uh, oath. Harm, eh, okay. I mean, you you're you're use your judgment. Harm maybe okay. Yeah. You know, Harm. <laughs> it's up to you. That was uh that took us twenty minutes to figure out, but we were able to uh, now now we know. We figured out the, <laughs> now we know the pharmaceutical that. aspect yes. of this movie. We still haven't gotten to some of the pharmaceutical aspects. That'll be later in this movie, which is like stocks, and it's like, okay. Where are we going? <laughs> this is kind of the phantom menace of the Mission Impossible. It's they're always talk- talking about, you know, trades and stocks and all this great action movie stuff. Yes. That, I think I've it, said. It, I think I. I think I've called it the prequel of sequels. It's it's the uh, the everything is just an excuse to get to the action scenes. Unfortunately, it, it takes forever to get to the action scenes. Well, they have to make sure we understand everything, and they do. Kind of. We kind kind of basically put a large man in a plastic bubble and made him just tell us everything. So yeah, let's get let's get uh, let's get lower IQ a little bit. How often do we get to see Brendan Gleeson's nipples? I feel like I've never seen them before. Uh, on for, uh, just so you know, everyone who listened on Friday's episode know that the episode title's name was Gleason Nipples. <laughs> okay. Well, I like that you picked up on it, though. Yeah, of course. Sharp, sharp eye, mm-hmm. sharp eye. You have mm-hmm. there. So we're on the same. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. The first thing we said was 
Man, that's a lot of that's a lot of nipple time. <laughs> it's a lot of chest hair. Yeah. I yeah. It, Brendan Gleeson has like a thankless role. I mean, maybe you've already talked about this on Friday's episode. Uh they show up in a movie, um, get to be shirtless and sweaty in bed. Yeah, he's and look real sick. sweaty. And uh and then you'll get to leave the movie. And do a British accent. Yes. Which does not this uh, this especially I know Chris wanted to talk about this today. This especially is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's- His accent, especially when he says Ambrose. <laughs> Ambrose. Nope. 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 I'm like, British people don't say that like that. No. I keep calling them British. I am so <laughs> Niall, John, I'm so sorry I keep saying British people. I, I mean uh English people. English. I know <laughs> Niall isn't from Britain, he's from Ireland. Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is I keep calling those people British and I, I know it's offensive. I apologize. Yeah. Not offensive, but they just It's incorrect. It's incorrect. Yeah. Ireland, like, not part of the UK. Oh, historically, yeah, so, you that's know, right. USA are notoriously so. <laughs> yeah, USA, USA's. So the accents in this movie, yeah, like so. Yeah, Brendan you can't Gleason, understand what's going on in this scene most of the time because they both got accents that are so ridiculously <laughs> deep and thick that it's like what, what? I need subtitles. It's like train spotting. Give me the subtitles. Yeah. So Brendan Gleeson can't use his own Irish accent. But then, for no reason, Doug Ray yeah, Scott no reason, reason. is just Scottish as heck, and uh, and then Anthony Hopkins is I don't even know what. Uh, yeah, we were trying to figure out what he was. Wasn't Doug Ray Scott Welsh? Didn't we devise that that he's Welsh? But he's oh, doing like he's doing like he's a Scottish w- accent. He's Welsh doing a Scottish accent. Oh uh, he, um, Sir uh, Anthony, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins is doing a. British accent, no, an American accent, American accent, but yeah. but butchering it. Yeah, it just sounds like he yeah, always that, does. I don't know. It, yeah, it doesn't sound. He that sounds kind of like how Mel Gibson sounds now. Yeah, you know, like it's like you're like you're from somewhere, but you still I sound don't, weird. I don't know where you're from. Like it's a it's a new accent. Well, he was he was still coming off of that that I'm British, but I'm his, but I'm Spanish in Zorro thing. You know, so it was weird as it was. <laughs> I'm glad Brendan Gleeson was able to be in this movie. I like him as a bad guy. Yeah. Because he, when he talk, he does his kind of Wall Street greed is good speech, and it, it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotta love some Brendan Gleeson. In business to make money. We're in business, Ambrose, to make money. So I, I'm British. <laughs> I just, I, I think, uh, it looks like Doug Ray Scott is Scottish, but he went to school in Wales. Yes. So anyway, yeah. I just I, I, if that may be what you said, I just wanted to get that clear in my own mind. I always I like that. Uh, Brendan Gleeson has the line, "You still don't get it, do you?" Which is always a line I like to hear mm-hmm. in movies. You just you just don't get it, do you? It's a very you can't handle the truth mm-hmm. level of you don't understand what I do on this wall. You need me on that wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another awesome Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Let's all get under the covers and uh, go into Tech of the App. All right, here we go. Marin, why'd you take your shirt off? This is inappropriate for Tech of the App. Put it back on. Oh, okay. A little Foley work. Nice. Good job. Okay. Uh, I got it back on. All right. right. Thank you. Thank you. Chris is shy. He doesn't like that. Okay. Okay. Chris doesn't yes. like the human form. Ah, <laughs> uh, how little you know about me. 
Chris, all right, you're going to have to go first since I don't know anything about you. you can Spe- just, uh, speaking of the human form, my, my yeah. tech of the app is so whatever they use to get Brendan Gleeson's chest hair all poofy. Because <laughs> it's like all like I assume fluffy. that's humidity. Isn't that humidity? No, he had to have a hair wrangler for that. Oh, I that was makeup so. person for that. Yeah, I had to be like up there, like brushing his fur, you know, <laughs> spraying chest. him down. No, make Get it a nice little John bore Woo's over there, brush. like no, make it fluffier. It needs to be fluffier. <laughs> now, Jessa, you are a trained stylist, yes, correct? I am. Yeah. How would you get his hair to be poofy? Probably a nice <laughs> brush, and you would keep brushing it out, like you know, when you have curly hair, you brush it out to make it like puffier and puffier. So, okay. yeah, just keep on brushing it out with a nylon or boar bristle brush. Do you think you'd have to, like, put some sort of talc on him to keep him from being sweaty? He's really sweaty, though, in this. He is really sweaty. <laughs> he is really yeah. sweaty. Yeah. So, well, maybe. But I feel like the point is that he's, like, sweaty and, like, ha- he looks clammy. He's got the flu. Yeah. So, he's I got, think. He's they- got the chimera. Yeah, he probably well, the has to end all flus. baby oil. Yes. On him to look. Oh, extra. I wonder what he smells like. <laughs> like babies. <laughs> baby oil and, and, and tuck powder. Like a baby. Baby oil doesn't make you smell like a baby. It <laughs> makes you smell like oil. Like a porn star? <laughs> sure. There you go. Like a stripper. That's like uh, glitter. Uh, you smell like glitter as a stripper. Well, glitter doesn't have a smell. That's insane. That's not true. <laughs> it smells like unicorns. I know. They smell like glitter. I've been to Michael's. <laughs> it doesn't smell like that. All right, uh, Jessa, what about you? Tech of the app. I'm going to let Murrin take it. Okay. Wait, wait, oh. what? No. She pat- Every person has to do one. Oh, I'll, I'll do one after him. Okay. Just, All right. I have to think. She has to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. Passing the buck. I, I was actually similarly going to go with uh, the, the spray bottle that they used to spray down Brendan Gleeson and make him look sweaty. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. That is good. So now that we've decided that it's baby oil, <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe it was a spray he's bottle. Sli- maybe he's it was a slide like a, off that bed. I know. Yeah, yeah. the spray bottle, or maybe like a, a brush of some kind, just like lathering it on. Okay, so he has two brushes. <laughs> yeah. He has one brush of baby oil and one brush that brushes out his hair. Yeah, it's very yes. important that he looks just right for this scene. I need everybody to stop focusing on his chest because that is so far has been the only text of EFs. <laughs> but, we, but you know his his nipples were a uh, big deal last they were. week. They so. were all last week. That's so last week though. But we're not talking about his nipples now. We're we just didn't get about to talk chest. about his nipples. His last chesticle week. area. Here. Oh, you can please. The the floor is open. You can continue Murray talking demands about his nipples. nipples. I, mean, I just like you, you yes. don't get to see him that much. Brendan Gleeson is usually clothed. When yeah, I there see was him. probably True. somebody who had to shave him too to get those. Sticky things on him. Oh, yep. Yeah, the, the heart monitors and everything. They had a uh, manscaping artist. I yes, bet. I bet that's in the in the credits somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, maybe that'll be my tech of the app is the manscaping artist. <laughs> Continuing the theme oh, of uh, yeah. Brendan Gleeson's chest. Yeah, good job, Tessa. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Jonathan's like. All right, that's it's fine. It's fine. I think I think it's I. Are you going to pick mean, somebody that, that does his golem hair, Jonathan? Because it's got like we're golem up, hair. <laughs> oh, it's it's bad. We're up in a we're up in a we're up in his face the whole minute. So there's no reason why it can't be him the whole time. I mean, we uh, naming this episode is going to be hard, but other than that, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Manscaping. Let's do Brendan Gleeson's nips part two. <laughs> nip two. Uh, nip two. Nip two. Nip two. Nip two. Two. Nip two. Nip two. Gleeson. Uh, mine. Uh, God, we've done so many things. We've done the, we've done the sweaty tent before. 
We've done. Um, I, I'm gonna go with the thing in Brendan uh, in Brendan Gleeson's nose hair. Are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the oxygen. I've had that only a couple times in my life when I've had uh, surgeries. It's quite nice. It is nice tech. I don't quite understand how it works. I don't understand how it doesn't just over air you. Can, like I don't understand how it bl- doesn't blow air into your nose. Does it not? It it does do that, but some. It's but not blowing though. It's not like you, you can't are, breathe. Are you expecting it, your body to like expand like a Violet Beauregard type thing? And just just blow in his nose, in Merce's no, <laughs> nose right now, and see if he finds that in any way. You are we can't, talking about the nose thing? I just gotta just saying I gotta take my shirt off again to have that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. okay. Are you talking about the nose breathers? Yes, the nose breathers. Yeah, that helps you with oxygen. I've had. I that. know what it is. I'm no, saying it doesn't push air into your nose. It like is somehow wafting it. I've always find that fascinating. There- no, it push. It, it depends on the level that you're where you're at and what what your issue is. Mine pushed no, air into my nose. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't. Like breathe. I've like I've I filled a tire up on a car. That to me is pushing air. Yeah. This it, is it, not, it's not pushing it's not like, it. Like a massive amount of force, but it is air coming out. Like if you put your hand over it, there'd be air coming out of it. Well, of course. Then that's what it's pushing. It's pushing out air. Okay, fine. Just gently. It's just not pushing out at thirty-five pounds per square inch to the. Yeah, it's not making your 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 nostrils blow up. It's just okay, giving you extra oxygen that you would. That's why it's cool. It is cool. That's what I'm saying. Don't people go to like those oxygen bars and get like high on oxygen or something. So stupid. Yeah. Does that happen in Portland? That I, used to happen here in Chicago. I've never heard of that. Over it. I see them in airports. I feel in like. airports, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do. I wouldn't. This. I would not trust the nose thing in an airport. Ugh, gross. <laughs> it just dries you out so bad. I don't like them because my nose gets dry after using it. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, you got to put baby oil up there, but I do, man. Well, the nurse wouldn't let me. I was in there for two months. Come on. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta steal in your. Own, you gotta smuggle in your own baby oil. Come on. It's like Shawshank. I, I had to find the, the 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 guy that was like red in the in the intensive care unit. So mm-hmm. you can give me anything just, I want. You just gotta give him a pack of smokes. Yep. All right. Well, good. Those are good texts of the Eps. That's a good place to stop. We will move on today. We have two minutes and fifty seconds, so I'll wrap this up fast. Uh, Mondays are the days when we do plugs. So you guys, please plug away your podcast. Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. That explains itself. That's all you really by need to know. By the time this comes out, it's over, right? Uh, yeah. We'll be, we'll be wrapped on Point Break Minute by the time this episode That's comes awesome. out. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll, uh, we just actually uh, recorded Minute 100. Um, awesome. So. It's a very short movie. It's two hours, including credits. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, including credits. Credits are like, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the, they had, you know, Weta working on it and have to list everyone there. Yeah. You know, Bodhi's just a CGI creation. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for you guys to do uh, Point Break 2017. This, I'm excited for your second season. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, we did a bonus episode of Point Break. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we talked about the remake, which came out in 2015, uh, but that's you not You have to do worth... it minute by minute or it doesn't count, No, right? we're not doing that minute by minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's actually smart. Don't do that. No, that would it's be... It's awful. Uh, no, no. It's not worth it. It is. I... I I have seen clips of it. And I just went, I'm never going to watch Mm-mm. this. No. It's a travesty. What isn't a travesty is coming back for the rest of the week to talk with Mirren and uh, Jessa about this awesome movie that we love so much. <laughs> We're going to talk more about uh, Mr. Gleason. Go to MinuteImpossible.com to hear all of our episodes. You can also get us on any podcatcher in the universe. We're at, at Min Impossible, M-I-N Impossible on Instagram and Twitter and on the uh, Facebook at Impossible Minute. 
Force, which both Jessa and Marin are members. So come talk to them. It's fun group this week. Fun group. Uh, and until tomorrow, I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. I've been Marin. And I've been Jessa. This minute will self destruct. See you next time on the show. It's done. It was so fun. Thanks for listening to I mean, the, blo- the bloops are what I live for. I live for bloops. This movie doesn't have bloops. How awesome would it be if... if <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, let me introduce our guest first.